Coffee and sunshine today. Yeah, here too. Yeah, wow. Both things. Both both of the things. Mm-hmm. So coffee and sunshine, I think I'll probably drink my coffee and then take a nap indoors for the rest of the afternoon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's perfect for you. That's where it's all heading. Mm-hmm. It, it is a rare, as my children call it, empty day. Because it would take too much effort to drag your, your recliner out onto the deck. Don't you, yeah. have a, don't you have an outside recliner to go along with your $7,000 pellet grill? Not, not a recliner. It's not a $7,000 pellet grill. They don't make a $7,000 pellet grill. I have a, I have a, I have a little swivelly chair out on the deck. So uh, yes, I can go. And that's actually a great idea. I may sit outside and read a book on paper today. What? Like not look at a screen for a couple hours. Wouldn't that be something? I was with some other parents yesterday doing, we were interviewing high school seniors for a scholarship and we were talking about driving kids around and waiting in parking. And one of them said, I spent all my time waiting in parking lots. And one of her kids is still in the, the intermediate school, in the, the five and six school. And she said, and my phone doesn't work in their parking lot. I don't get service there. So I've, I've sat there for hours with nothing to do. And I looked at her. I said, when I was young, there were these things called books. Right. <laughs> and she just, everyone just started laughing. It's like, I know, I know. <laughs> wow. They make them on paper. Wow. <laughs> How quick. How quick. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I have the hardest time reading a book anymore. I used to read ravenously, and I, it will take me six months to get through a book. Six months? Well, well, it's the distraction problem. I, I will lay in bed, and it's like, I could read some of my book or finish watching that episode of something on my iPad. Well, uh, it takes less effort to watch the something, so I don't have to turn a page. I just have to sit there oh, and you absorb. Don't have to, you don't have to move your eyeballs. Nope, nope. <laughs> just sit there and absorb. Maybe maybe every once in a while, hit the 15-second rewind if I missed something. Or, wow. You know, I, I can't lay in bed and read a... Um, and read a book anymore. Part of it's I just fall asleep because old. And you know, on that paper, this episode's not about paper, but I just <laughs> these things are coming up. <laughs> My wife and I have started a new thing the last couple of weeks. We we sit down on Sunday night. She had started doing the New York Times crossword on her phone instead of on paper on her phone. Mm-hmm. Well, she was doing it the other day, and I and she asked for help, and I said, "Why don't we just cast it to the television?" And the last couple Sunday nights now, we sit down and instead of watching TV. We put we cast the Sunday Times crossword to the television, and we do it together. Ah, interesting. Which is actually really good. We've we are learning things. Hmm. And my kids will wander through every once in a while and go, "Who knows these things?" And yeah, like, I just well, they, we do now. Crosswords irritate the hell out of me. I oh, just, I, I can't. I like no, I can't. Can't do it. I'm like, how are you supposed to get it from that little? I'm like, you can't give a one word clue, and everybody knows. Oh, that's got to be this. No. That's, oh, and that's that's some black magic voodoo witchcraft shit right there. No, they're fun, and and the, and the Sunday one in particular, which is so much harder, because the Monday one you can do almost with your eyes closed. The the Sunday ones, so many of the clues end up being like bad dad joke puns uh, that they're they're so on my path. It's not even funny. Oh, so you have to be attuned to the whoever was writing it, right? I would say so. Yeah, okay. I would say gotcha. so. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, we'll have to add to the list of, you know, why aren't things on paper anymore? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I miss the feel of newsprint on my fingertips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't get to lick your thumb and turn it. When, every time you swipe the top of your iPad, you don't have to lick your thumb to 
to to do it. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get this big smear across the top of your iPad. Oh, the muscle memory of that. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, that's too funny. Well, you're so, too old now. You don't have any saliva. You have to have other people lick your thumb so you can turn turn the page. If if only I was that successful that I could pay to have someone else lick <laughs> my thumb so I could turn. Who the said page. pay? <laughs> <laughs> you you think there's a kinkboard out there? There's someone willing to do that for free? Ah, uh, probably. They're probably willing to pay you. Oh Lord, this is a weird world. Mm-hmm. It's a weird world because I absolutely think you're right. Yep. Wow. Everybody heard it. <laughs> what that I said you were right? That you think I'm right? <laughs> yeah. About that. Yeah. Oh. 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 Congra- congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yep. James is right about the weird shit. You've got your your licked finger on the pulse of the um, <laughs> population. Well done. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Oh boy. Are we going to talk about something today? Something on something on purpose. Something on purpose. Yes. yes. Let's let's talk about you're not as smart as you think you are. Oh yay! That's why I do the crossword puzzle now. Right. The 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 Dunning Kruger effect. The Dunning Kruger effect. We've talked about yes. this before on in our prior life, podcast. in our other <laughs> podcast life. Yeah. As it re- as it related to you know that niche, but this is much broader audience now. So, and I'm sure that not only are most of our listeners going to understand exactly what we're talking about. It'll be very uncomfortable to realize that we've all probably done it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it does. It drives me absolutely insane. As a person who likes to consider himself a critical thinker and a scientist by training, the fact that I can see this effect happening all the time drives me nuts. It's it's aggravating. Um, what's the phrase I always use? Um... I don't know. I, I I have a bias against people that don't even try to be open minded about right. stuff like this and to be right. willing to believe that they don't know everything. Right. And oh, of yeah, course, we right. we come across like we know everything, but that but that's because we're we're trying to put on a podcast. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh no, I'm I'm perfectly happy to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Why don't you define what Dunning Kruger is? Oh, yeah, you're asking me to do it because it's hard. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is really a visual thing. <laughs> and but the the idea in words is that when you know very little about something like really little about something you have all the confidence in the world you think that you are the that you know everything there is to know about this mm-hmm. and then once you start to gain a little bit of knowledge you realize very quickly how little you understand and then as you come out of that and you learn more and more and more you you start to go back up that confidence scale uh, but you but you never really get to the point that you're as confident as you initially did when you were in the ignorance is bliss phase. And you see this on the internet all the time. People that are convinced they know the answer when they've done zero research about it. Right, of course. The, so the beauty of this, there's a wonderful graph of this. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll find a way to get this information out there. Uh, maybe I'll just put the link in the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But there's an article by Joshua Render that we've used in the past with a great picture and the idea is that when you are at the bottom of the competence scale when you have when you're all ignorance and nothing else and your confidence is as high as can be you're at the peak of mount stupid <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> so so if you want to see what mount stupid looks like um go to your local board on facebook like you know we have one in the town i live in which just yep. like local people go there and look for someone complaining about like the town budget, and right. you'll see what Mount Stupid looks like because yeah. <laughs> it's there's zero in, they have zero information, but all the answers <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly, or really anyone, any of those man and woman on the street interviews that like the Daily Show used to do. Oh, they're great. <laughs> yeah, that's Mount Stupid right there. They're great. That you know what they all have an opinion on something, but when they're actually pressed about the the topic behind it, they're just like, 
America. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is what Pa said at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Once you start gaining a little bit of confidence in the area, you plummet down on the confidence scale to what he calls the valley of despair, which I, I love the valley of despair. I think that's awesome. because you, and, and that becomes a pivot point, I think, to do you want to learn more or do you just kind of push this topic aside and go, you know what? Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Or you, you could back yourself back up to Mount Stupid and say, there's just too much to learn here. I'm going to stay on my high horse. Right. But then as you get better, you move up the slope of enlightenment, as he calls it, to the plateau of sustainability, which is, <laughs> which is the point where you're comfortable in your knowledge about this topic enough to, to, um, to you know, go out there and talk like an expert. Oh, talk like an expert. Yeah. And, and, and feel good about engaging in healthy discourse. I would say that's the point at which you, you know enough and you're confident enough about what you know and what you don't know to keep your freaking yap shut. Well, well yes, yes, I would agree. And I, I would subscribe to the theory of the way you really get better at anything is to, to, is to always believe that you don't know it all. If, if, you're mm-hmm. not, if, you're not, if you think you're an expert at something and you're not bothering to continuously learn, you're, you're doing it wrong. There's very, there's very few things in this life where the answer is something other than it depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, there's there's a few facts of life. Physics is one of them. But even then in physics, there's a lot of it depends. But people seem to think that life is black and white. And it isn't. In order to get to a place where you can appreciate that most of the time it's this, but sometimes it could be like this, means that you have to at least have a, a willingness to accept that you may not have the full picture in order to present the the opinion that you have. Mm-hmm. And yet these people can vote. I don't understand. <laughs> what? <sighs> anyway, I digress. No, that's, I don't think that's digression at all. I think that's actually really legit. <laughs> um, it, and that's what, I think that's why we're talking about this here. When, when we talked about this last time, it was in a, in a factual state of where we were trying to get people to learn more and to mm-hmm. continue to grow in their knowledge here, I think this to me, this look at Dunning-Kruger is very much about how it affects the way I look around at the world and how I deal with people. Because right. when, when people sit atop Mount Stupid, uh, I, I, have, I have zero patience left anymore. Zero patience. I wonder if it's Mount Stupid is a mountain because people can, on top of Mount Stupid, could cry from the highest peaks and they're the, they're the squeaky wheels. They're the ones that have the loudest voices. They're the ones that have the, the most insane commentary we would i think i don't know maybe it's me maybe i'd like to think that these people are just super savvy right and know that crazy outrageous positions get them noticed but i don't think that's true (laughs) no no i i i agree and you know i wonder if mount stupid is the wrong thing to is the wrong term maybe it's mount stubborn uh could be because there's some degree of I'm just not willing to budge no matter what kind of evidence you throw in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It just it baffles me. But it's it's there. It's everywhere. It's all the time. And all I mean, really, it's in our news cycles. It's all over the place because that stuff is buzzy and catchy and it's oversimplified. Because like I said, it depends. Takes way too much time to explain on our 24-hour news channels. <laughs> yeah, and, and it depends. Destroys the illusion of black and white. Yep. And just, it's just not the way it is, man. Mm-mm. So what are some good examples of this in, you know, I, the Facebook thing is what always comes to mind. I am one of those horrible people who almost never posts on Facebook, but I lurk because I, I find it, I love watching people 
on Mount Stupid get arrows tossed at them. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't like being the one to toss them because there's an element of you're just never going to change these people. Oh, but you won't. I, I yeah. love watching other people try and fix it. Or, oh God, I've got so many examples from recently with all the college stuff we've been going through with my son with, with finding a place to go to school. And we just got past the deadline, decision date deadline on May 1st. And you are supposed to put in a deposit at one and only one school. Mm-hmm. And you've got people putting, people posting saying, we put in a deposit at two separate schools because we haven't decided yet. And if the schools figure this out, which they, they do, you can have both of your offers withdrawn. Like it is, it is completely unethical. You've, when you apply, you've, you've signed something that says, I will not do this right. if I decide to go to your school. And it's fun watching the fighting. <laughs> Because well, the people on top of Mount Stupid are going, yeah, but for me there was an exception. Yeah, because, exactly. Because we couldn't, you know, because we couldn't decide. We couldn't exactly. My, my child is sensitive. Well, <laughs> that crosses over into your topic of entitlement. Yes, it, it quite mean, does. That's a whole a related topic, but but different, a parallel topic. Let's put it that way. But I think that the the concept of things apply to others, but me. I mean, there's all narcissism in there. There's all sorts of other things, but it's like, I, I just, I scratch my head. I'm like, why, why do people get upset about that stuff when they realize, well, they don't realize, they don't, they don't realize that in a civilized society <laughs> where we have rule of law that yes, the rules do apply to you. But then, you know, you look at, at our uh, judicial system and all other sorts of things. And I guess the rule of law applies if you have a certain income threshold. But um, yeah, boy, I'm going way off topic on this. Yeah, yeah, we're all over the place. Jeez. So Mount Stupid. So these, the way I like to think about this is these are the people that are not, I was going to say enlightened, but I'm just going to say smart enough to realize that they don't know what they don't know, Mm -hmm. right? To say that to have that presence of mind, wherewithal to to realize self, self, self self-actualization that I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's a different perspective here maybe there's maybe there's another way to look at this maybe i'm not right oh my can you imagine so that's 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 how i see mount stupid these people have either been told something or they've 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 managed to intake a kernel of a thing of an idea and it becomes that black and white thing where it's like this is the way it is and that's kind of why i'm leaning back toward mount stubborn 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 implies though that there's will involved and I'm not so sure that there is. In some cases, there probably is. But when I'm thinking of Mount Stupid, there's no will there. They just are not capable of thinking that way. It's just like, well, what do you mean? It's It, it can't be anything other than this. So you're saying it's not even a choice? No. It's just they're they are unable and incapable of applying any, any of that cognitive, rational thought to it. I think that's maybe one end. That's like the pinnacle of Mount Stupid. But Mount Stupid and Mount Stubborn are are, are sister peaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And so the closer you get to that sort of the other side of Dunning Kruger, that means you know you you've got a little bit more wherewithal. And so now, it's like now I'm just stubborn because now there's like ego involved because I know enough now to realize that I was probably wrong, and now I've realized I just made a fool out of myself. Did, did we just take a two dimensional graph and turn it into a four D Star Trek chess set? Is- That's what I do. Oh fucking a that's what i do so that's that that's when mount stupid becomes mount stubborn (laughs) is when you finally realize that you just made a complete idiot out of yourself and that you have to save face because your ego is so delicate that you can't admit you're wrong Mm -hmm. 
That's the difference right there. Oh boy. But but you're right. As far as Facebook and like your local whatever neighborhood group or things where you're just like, really, this is what this is the topic you're gonna, you know, the hill you're gonna die on is you're upset because Dolly Parton sang a song with somebody somewhere about somebody who wasn't like you. That's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna die on. It just baffles me. Again, these people can vote. I don't understand. <laughs> Well, let's let's pull an example here of of us and Dunning Kruger. And I'm trying I'm trying to I'm racking my brain for something where I where I consciously know I am overconfident about my knowledge, and and I'm perfectly happy to stay there. I, I think well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw politics out there, which I think 98 percent of the population is stuck on Mount Stupid. There, mm-hmm. I I have. All the, I've got all the opinions in the world about about local and, and federal politics. I've done close to zero research on any of it. My opinions are purely based on sound bites and the way I see people behaving, mm-hmm. and nothing to do with with policies and voting records and and the reality behind what these things are producing. I'm just not. It's just not my thing, at all. So I am, I am willingly sitting atop Mount Stupid, but I don't pretend to project any confidence about it. So where's, where's hmm. the other, where's the, you know what I mean? Where's the other peak there? I am, I'm the same way. Let's take something less divisive. I know nothing about maintaining my own automobile. Zero, zero. I don't care about it. I am happy to hand over money for an oil change. And if you say I need brakes, give me those brakes. Hmm. Here's my, here's my credit card. I have zero desire and zero willingness to learn enough, to become competent enough to have the knowledge to be able to push back or God forbid even do it myself. Mm-hmm. Does that put that does not put me on Mount Stupid. That puts me on I don't know I don't know what other hill we need to add to this mix. You, you know what I mean? There's it would, there's yeah, willing but- there's a willing lack of knowledge where I don't pretend to have the confidence to go with it that Mount Stupid creates. See you would be on Mount Stupid and Dunning Kruger if you knew that about yourself, but then you went and told other people what was wrong with their car and what they needed to do about it. Yes, that's fair. Right? And mm-hmm. I, that's that's where I see. Now, maybe not. I, I still think that there you have to have a, to really be on Mount Stupid, you really have to have a, a measure of not realizing you're on Mount Stupid. <laughs> the fact that you could know that you're on Mount Stupid probably means you're not actually on Mount Stupid. That, that's, that's, that's kind of my point, is, is that... I feel like this this graph needs some um, amendments to it, and in you know in full disclosure, this is what I do for a living: is I make graphs and charts, <laughs> graphs and charts, graphs and charts, graphs and charts. <laughs> I'm an excellent driver. Um, <laughs> so I don't in a situation like automotive, which I think is better than the politics example, because again, less uh, less divisive. Mm-hmm. I'm I am a willing participant on the left hand side of this chart. It's just the confidence axis doesn't really make sense because I'm I'm not confident in what I know about that. I'm very confident that I know very little. Let's put it that way. You know what you don't know. I know what I don't know. So so maybe yeah. I'm actually on the slope of enlightenment to some degree because I'm maybe that slope of enlightenment needs to go down into a negative axis where I'm I'm perfectly comfortable in my lack of knowledge. I think it's a different discussion as to whether or not you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, now you're entering the point of willful, willful ignorance. And you're just like, you know what? Don't care. Do I need to know this? No. Somebody else can do it. I can pay somebody to do it. Whatever. But now you become 
I think that's dangerous because I think there's a lot of people on Mount Stupid that are like that because they're trusting, I will say trusting, relying on those sound bites and comments and other people do the thinking for me. You end up in this scenario where now you're completely uh, exposed to whatever curated information people w want to, to give to you. That's what you then hold as true because, oh, somebody else is thinking about this for me. That's yeah. dangerous. It is. It is because you're because you're trying to change other people's opinions. You you have no basis in reality to do so. No 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 competence. Well, and and people, it's like when you're at that on that end of things in our again to be divisive. Our in the United States, our current political climate, and I shouldn't even say current. This has been going on for decades and decades and decades <laughs> mm -hmm. of manipulating the electorate through campaigning or other things. They, you know, it's it's like it's too difficult. And time-consuming for people to dig into, like you said, let's say voting records or anything like that. To It takes a lot of effort on the individual's part to really understand what's going on there. So most people, I think, are fine to align with an, an ideal that makes it easy for them. So they don't have to think that way. right? I'm always going to vote this way. I'm always going to do this. I'm always going to do that. Because to do anything else takes far too much mental energy. And I might risk exposing the fact that I'm, I have a, an idea different than what that group that I belong to says. Mm -hmm. It takes a, it take, that's a, takes a lot of energy to do that. And I just don't think that people are, most people are interested in spending that kind of energy. No, they're probably not. And, and you mentioned the group people belong to, and there's a, a degree of group think and, and comfort in some of that too, where this is what you're your peer group says, so you just kind of go along with it without, and no one's got the confidence. Right. Or maybe one person does, and so you take some nuggets from that. Well, the, the, see, and that's my concern, is that the, the person that's portraying that confidence is on Mount Stupid. <laughs> 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 but yet, because of charisma or other things, people end up trusting them. The angriest cat hurting the rest of the cats? Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. So this whole Dunning-Kruger thing is is a real thing, and it's troubled me my entire adult life like how to how to how to engage with those people but not let it eat you alive because you realize that you know you're on that hopefully slope of enlightenment where you you know that you don't know everything and so you've got to be very careful and you, you position yourself not to present in such a way that it comes across like hey this guy you know is a know-it-all, but he doesn't actually know what he's talking about. So we're going to reference this a lot going forward because we <laughs> it's just something that we both feel strongly about. And it, it kind of come it always comes back to the people on Mount Stupid. How does this relate back to to us and growing older? And I mean, to, to me, it's just a lot of frustration. It's It's frustration with those people on Mount Stupid. I wonder, too, if this concept is is it as I look at younger generations, and I have in my career life i've got several people on my team i have a large team that are quite a bit younger some are just starting their careers some are you know few are my same age or, or older i'm wondering if it's it becomes a perspective thing where it's like it's it's easy for for older generations to get angry or frustrated with those younger generations those younger generations haven't been around as long by yeah. definition <laughs> why would you expect them to know as much as you do or have as much self-awareness right i mean come on that makes no sense uh, you know i think from a work perspective and i can see how 
at least even just subconsciously, I could project this out into society. My attitude becomes, just get out of the way and let me do it. I know what I'm doing already. (laughs) I appreciate that. However, being a team leader, you're an individual contributor. I am, yes. Yes. See, I'm a team leader. And so I look at that and be like, yeah, I can't do that because that's not what I'm here for now. I'm here to empower those people and to help them get off of Mount Stupid (laughs) (laughs) or to engage with them in discourse to help them up that slope of enlightenment. Am I on the slope of enlightenment about everything? Probably not. But see, I know that. I know enough to know that I don't know it all, despite what my family thinks of me. (laughs) (laughs) You think your family thinks you know it all, really? Oh, uh, duh. (laughs) I know a lot of stuff. But... You know, I also am a nerd and I read a lot. That's, that's my jam. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that's the thing about aging as a, as a Gen X or looking at other generations, younger generations that we are co-inhabiting space with and having a, a point of connection with them, uh, I think is an important thing to understand. It's not the fact that people can't learn to think critically and look beyond where they're, you know, what what's in their own head and to realize that there's other things that they need to consider. Maybe they just haven't either had the opportunity or been shown how. So how do we coach folks to think differently? I mean, and it's not just younger people either. It's, I mean, I take my mother, you know, she's in her eighties and she and I have completely different takes on most things. And in the very rare occasion when we're not annoying the hell out of each other, that we can have a a discussion about it. I realized that she's starting to ask questions that on things that I assumed she knew, Mm -hmm. but she legit didn't. That suddenly changes the dynamics of the discussion because now it's like, okay, now granted you're coming from this from, you know, you, whatever your position is, you're coming at it from a place of, of, Oh no, it's gotta be this way. It's gotta be this way. It's gotta be this way until you finally have that I don't know, call it a safe space or whatever you want to call it to explain that. Well, I actually don't know what I'm talking about, right? Having that realization, having that comfort to be able to admit that I don't know. So what do you mean? So it's like, I, do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, this is what I mean by saying whatever it is that I'm saying, my position. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Does that change your position? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because she's my mother, the answer is no, because she's stubborn like I am. So she's on Mount Stubborn at that point. And and really, maybe the question isn't, does that change your position? But it's, okay, now that you know that, what other questions do you have? Mm-hmm. Because that new piece of information may not be enough to move her, but it may be enough to get her to ask the next question. And that's the that's the path exactly. that brings you up the, up the confidence slope. That's exactly right. And that's how I try to engage with that, even though it might annoy the hell out of me. I've, I've taken almost a, and you'll hear this from me several times, like an anthropological approach to this. <laughs> well, like I'm an, anth- I'm an anthropologist or are you a sociologist. Your mo- are you calling your mother a fossil? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I am. But it's, you know, with her or with anyone where it's like, I want to understand more. It's like, tell me why you think that, right? Where, where does that, you're coming at this from a position of something. Tell me where that comes from. Help me understand why you think it's that way. And what I find is that people that are way on the on the left side of Dunning-Kruger and far, far lost on Mount Stupid will not engage with you because they think it's a trap, right? It's mm-hmm. like at that point they know, wait a minute, 
why does somebody want to engage with me on this? Because nobody ever wants to engage with me on this unless they have the same thoughts that I do. Right. So nobody's ever asked me why I think this. And, you know, it's those conversations that occur on Mount Stupid. You're right. I think you're right. People think it's a trap. And to some degree, it always is because if we all look for the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to convince someone to move off of Mount Stupid, you're going to take them through. But it's A, then B, then C, then D, then E. And that's how you get there. And, and, the, and that's not the way you learned it. You learned it from the bottom up with massive amounts of knowledge gathering and experience gathering, and we try and shortcut when we teach people. Well, I think there's that, but people are also need to be willing to accept that. And and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to trying to change minds. I'm trying to figure out, like when I'm coming at this in a career perspective, I'm trying to figure out what the heck direction they're coming from because I can't engage in collaboration and discourse to make a change unless I understand their position, their perspective. Mm -hmm. And so I start asking these questions so that I can better facilitate a discussion to move in a direction that is beneficial for everyone. But I don't see that happening in a lot of cases with people that are between Mount Stupid and Mount Stubborn and onto Mount Stubborn. They're just, it's not, to your point, they're not going to do anything even you could you could present them all the logic in the world and they're not going to move because yeah. either part of their identif- identity is so wrapped up in that aspect those types of topics right that that they're willing to change their lifestyle how do how do you engage with those people to understand that position and will they even engage with you on it i don't i don't think they will in most cases right. in work you kind of got to have to if you actually want to get stuff done right but true but in like personal life, it's it's those people that just want to ultimately live in an echo chamber that you just have to realize and identify them. There's nothing that you are going to do or say that's going to change their position. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And so you just realize it and either keep them in your life or get rid of them. Make it, it's, it's not that much more difficult than that. Yeah. M- moving people across this continuum is is not easy but it's really helpful to understand it so you can sort of put people i hate to say put people into those boxes but you you can <laughs> you can uh, it it help it's very helpful to understand this path and that it's not it really is lack of knowledge and lack of understanding um that makes people so confident on this stuff hey nobody puts baby in a corner <laughs> You're at the peak of Mount Stupid.